two, one. after 10 on a Thursday of April 20th with the pot smokers call 420 what our guitar player Steve the reluctant German calls Hitler's birthday <laughs> I prefer the first one I don't like to commemorate the death of a bunch of Jews Stephen but I digress <laughs> yeah an angry solo. But today I decided <laughs> I decided to figure out what all the kerfuffle was about with this 420 business. So I got myself a bunch of weed and I smoked it. Yeah. And I gotta tell ya. I liked it a lot. <laughs> this is gonna get crazy with Trudeau's idea, I think. We should talk about it. I think he's on to something. Well, because I wouldn't be able to call. Smoke them if you got them, boys. everybody live from the Dutch Hall the greatest podcast ever to come out of Pine Grove Ontario mostly because we have the greatest band in podcast history the nocturnal emission oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this full week effect. this week in full effect yeah. comprised of Steve the reluctant German on lead hey, guitar hey. 
Michael Bow on background vocals and rhythm guitar. On lead vocals and guitar, Dave Charters, the That's rooster. Me. On bass, the, the balls of the Nocturnal Emissions, Whiskey Wes Higgins. Yeah. Special edition today. On the Cahoon, oh, yeah. our percussionist for today's program, Adam Hill is here. It's like the pulse. The pulse of the nocturnal emissions. Yeah, like the pulse. Beating pulse. And at the bar today, we have double duty. We have double duty because we need it. On a pot smoking day, why not have a bunch of people serving twice as much booze as we can get into our bodies? We need the weather whistles. Because you're going to get dry. Get dry. We have our my brother, band leader, and uh, bus driver. You're not the band leader. I'm the You're bus driver <laughs> and the bartender. I knew it was a B-Fang. Paul Van Dyke is here. Hey, and sharing the duties with him today is a longtime friend of the show. Jamie Barham. Barney's here. And we have a special guest on the couch today. Coming from Brantford, Ontario. He's, lo- he's a friend of the show. Chris Pick is back. Let's hear it for Chris. Recording this for posterity is the lovely and talented Dr. Jane Van Dyke. And I am the host of the show, two-time President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Hey! hey. 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 Now let's get this show on the road. Oh, I got to tell you, this gin and tonic, hey. the gin supplied by uh, Huck Gin. Oh, it's delicious. Oh, no way. It is delicious, and it hits the spot. It's just, oh, it just death, hit, uh, death store. That's a nice <laughs> that's a nice primer for the warm season ahead. Mm-hmm. Hey, what? Let's get you ready for summer and sunshine. Good for your What lawns. are you talking about? The, uh, gin and tonic. It's a great summer drink. You, oh, you think so? It's a summer drink, I gin and tonic? I think so, yeah. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. I always think of it as a drink of the 70s. I always think of it as a drink of the 70s, gin and tonic. Oh, like something <laughs> you drink in the office during the day just to... You know, yeah, something. You're, yeah, you're on a lunch break. You may be going to. You're going to have a nice, uh, nice uh, steak and eggs oh, yeah. at lunchtime, mm. and you want to have maybe a, a gin and tonic, right? And then you go home. You go back to work for the afternoon, and you stroke your secretary's large pubic hair region. You know? <laughs> so it's a big, giant bush, and you could go and just pat it. You know, like you're patting the top of a. You know, it's firm. Quest loves head. Yeah. Just got a little bit of bounce to it. You know what I'm saying? There's a big, huge full, 70s bush. Full bodied. Yeah, yeah. Full and then bodied. she probably mixes you up a gin and tonic right in the office. That's her job, isn't it, Dave? <laughs> and light my cigarettes. Lights you a cigarette, yeah. Perfect. Lights you a cigarette. <laughs> the bottle's in her book? Yeah. Yeah, I honestly, the girl I started working with, she said her first job was just to empty ashtrays and make coffee for the guy that was working there. Now that makes sense. And that was her only job. That's an awesome job. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> like cut to 15 years later when she's like managing customers and stuff. Same same title, same position, but they just kept piling more shit onto them until they were like <laughs> this other thing. They changed their, their name a bunch of times, but they were really the same position. Like, and they just this kept yeah. fucking with them until they loaded them up with shit. They to see their breaking point, eh? Exactly. They want to check their breaking point. That's really the job of corporate the America is to. Check your breaking point. See how much shit you can put up with and not revolt, you know, and then keep you at That's that right. level for 35 years. Right on the edge. Yeah, right on the edge. So a week after <laughs> you retire, you have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, who gives a fuck? It's not their problem. Yeah. It'd be, it's easier they don't have to pay as much pension, you know. That's right. <laughs> Big golf. Say, well, see you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got the watch. Didn't you get the watch on your way out? <laughs> a nice desk clock. Yeah, that's so you could time your death. Yeah. So you could, it actually counts backwards to your death. To your death, yeah. <laughs> you got a nice gold watch, and it's going to like walk you out the door till your demise. Man, anyways, how do we get on that? So it's 420. Hey. It's 420 today. And it's, uh, so, you know, this is a big day for the pot smokers. Uh, I don't know how the, uh, um, I don't know how it got started. There's a lot of people that have different suspicions. Steve sent me an article this uh, today. That I read, and they, people had a bunch of suspicions. One of them I thought was interesting was that you know the song uh, "Rainy Day Women." Mm-hmm. Yeah, two, number twelve and thirty-five. Number twelve and thirty-five. Well, what happens when you multiply twelve and thirty-five? You get yeah, four twenty. 
That's four too much math. Bingo. 420. It equals 420. That's what I heard on the street. Brilliant. Too Siri. much math. For, What's 12 uh, times 35? 420. 12 times 35 is 420. There you go, right? Bingo. Siri says it's correct. And the song says everybody must get stoned. And there was a bunch of these people that, uh, that agreed that that was the... Uh, thing to do that that would be and they were going to do it at 420 every day and then these guys claim that they came up with it in the 70s mm-hmm. but some people say it's because of uh you know like they say it's a police call like we got ourselves a 420 down at the oh, yeah breaker one nine yeah we had a 420 <laughs> going down at the uh high school or the and you got to go and uh, you say i'm on it i'm in that region with my partner He's a real speak. live wire, but you know, <laughs> he means well. He's got a big heart, and you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, he sometimes he gets the emotion get the best of him, eh? He takes it too. He lets the job get to him, you That's know. That's right. That he's is. just trying to get to retirement. He's so close, right? <laughs> you know, that's what. No, that's me. I'm trying to get to retirement. I'm like Riggs, right? But <laughs> Riggs is who? Which one's Riggs? No, Mel Gibson's Riggs. <laughs> Riggs. I'm the other one. I'm Tony Glover. Yeah. Tony. Is it Tony? Danny. 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 What was his handle in uh, Tony? <laughs> Who's Tony Glover? I don't know. You mean Tony Danza? Tony Danza. <laughs> I'm Tony Danza, Lethal Weapon. <laughs> this is really this. I think this might be a, a legitimate pot-smoking show. It hasn't made sense since the beginning. At all. Not even one train of thought that has actually made sense. That'll do it. It is because of the weed, I think. Steve, this is why you celebrate Hitler's birthday. I mentioned in the opening. Your people do, right? Yeah, I guess. Your people do celebrate it? They're not my people. I thought they apologized for it. Don't they know any better? I don't know. Does anyone still celebrate, uh, commemorate Hitler's death that, or their birthday that you Was know? Was it his birthday today? Today is his birthday. Him and my friend Adrian's. Oh, my. oh Adrian. Yeah. And Sandy Duncan. Oh, hey. Yeah. I've also heard that uh, 420 was a, a nod to either Jerry Garcia or Bob Marley's birthday, but neither one of them have a 420 birthday. <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah. Why, Jerry Garcia is associated with uh, weed? Yeah, a little bit. More LSD. I would always think of him as heroin? LSD. <laughs> heroin, yes. He died of heroin. Did he die of heroin? Uh, he was, yeah. Pulling was, out of it. Really? Pulling out of heroin? Jerry Garcia did heroin? Oh, yeah. It's all news to me. I knew he was, I just thought he was LSD. That's what I thought all the time. There was a lot and I never knew what killed him. How old was he when he died? Many he was layers. Younger than you would think. Was he? Yeah. Like, it's very I, specific. Steve. I don't even know if he was in his 60s, to really? be honest. Yeah. But he looked like he was 104. It's true, man. And you look at it, Don Rickles just died, but then when you look at him when he was young mm-hmm. and like in his 30s, he still looked like he was in his 60s. Yeah. He, yeah. he hasn't you know? aged since 45. He always looked 45, even when he was 20, you know? Yeah. I think people just look like men back then. Like even look at like, I was looking at my dad's yearbook one time, it's and crazy. it looks like just a bunch of old old men as kids. Their necks yeah. are like thick oxen. Okay? <laughs> they really rode those kids hard though. Those Holy kids were working fuck. as soon as they could walk, right? Like imagine going to high school, they would kill you right now. <laughs> oh yeah, none of them like uh, worked out or took protein <laughs> shakes or nothing like that. Like. Just country strong, eh? Just, like, working hard. Sweet flow and dusters and thick necks. Just <laughs> kill you. Reminds me of somebody. Yeah. How old do you think your dad would have been when he got served at the liquor store the first time or the beer store? Like 13. Yeah, I was going to say 12. Once his beard grew in, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Early. Yeah. Like grade 8. <laughs> I don't even know if they'd check back then. Would they? Then they say, if you, you, "Could you say you're buying it for your old man?" If they yeah. did, he'd just punch him right in the face. And they say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> "Just give me the, the beer." Fuck off. That's the thing about this weed business is that they're trying the the the, uh, the Trudeau guy. Mm-hmm. He came out. Our that's our prime minister, our leader. Pretty hair. Leads the whole country. Leads our Captain whole, le- Crayon. Leader of the whole country. He said to us that he wants to uh, yeah, he wants to legalize it next Canada Day. July 1st of 2018, he's going to legalize it. Great, right? You think, great, he's going to legalize it, step out of the way. There's nothing for them to be concerned with anymore. But it turns out mm. it's not so simple. There's a lot. There's lots of people that they still want to make happy. They can't just make a decision knowing that some people just have to get used to it. But they have to make a bunch of other rules in order to cloud it up to make it even worse than it was in the beginning <laughs> when it was just illegal. They could just do nothing like they do now. 
and leave everything alone and it would work better than what they're trying to do, which is trying to put a whole bunch of sh- rules into it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, um, one that I like is four plants per household, they right. said. Right. Yes. Four plants per household. And I don't know if there's any uh, uh, rules or regulations on how big these plants can get, but I don't think there is. And I, I want to grow really big plants. <laughs> because uh, because I even told my kids this, too. Because And they're like, why? Are you a weed smoker? Right? That's what they asked me. And I said, uh, if they let you grow beer uh, in your yard and you could grow beer... And every time your friends came over and wanted a beer, even though you don't drink beer, you could give them beer for free. You'd mm-hmm. grow beer in your yard, wouldn't you? Some sure t- would. Hard to argue that. Yeah. <laughs> you thought Big about that for beer. a while. That's good. That's yeah, we think about it for about two seconds, right? That's right. So it's nothing to do whether with I want it or not. If I have my right to grow it, I think every house on the block should have four huge plants growing. I heard it was per resident. Yeah, I don't think so. I think that's a Dutch Hall fact. Hmm. Gonna need a bigger yard. Because on the news... <laughs> On the news, they said uh, they said household. They kept saying household. But if it's resident, it would be even better. But I think it's household. Hmm. Sorry, Stephen. You just thought. We'll see what you, happens. We'll see what happens. You just you thought you were gonna keep get you're gonna reverse your vasectomy if they let it be for resident. <laughs> <laughs> time for more kids. That's right. Yeah, more kids, more times four plants. So Steve, you know the other thing that I was thinking that let's say this is le- in, a, in a year it's, in a year and a half's time it's going to be legal, right, or mm-hmm. less than that. What do you think the difference is going to be, really, from what we know now? More laws. Yeah, more of a headache. Exactly. M- way more of a headache. Yeah. Than it was before. Like I don't know. You're probably going to have uh, more accessibility. Like you probably have more places to get it. But I don't know if uh, I think there's going to be. I don't think it's going to be any, like, more acceptable. I remember going to Colorado when it first became legal and to see what it was all about. Right. And uh, there was uh, really no difference. It wasn't like people were smoking on the streets or that you were – it was in your face. But I read in that article today that it's legal in Denver, but you still can't do it in public. Just like you can't drink in public, you can't smoke weed in public, so – you wouldn't ex- like you don't see people drinking on the streets, so you wouldn't expect to see people. Smoking yeah, but you see people street. smoking cigarettes in a in a smoking area. So wouldn't they be smoking weed in that same smoking area? No, because it's more like uh, it's a controlled substance. Like where are you, where are you allowed mm. to consume it then? That's what I was really I wondering know. when I was there. On your private property, probably just like drinking beer or whatever. Because you don't let you do it. They don't let you do it at your hotel. You can't do it in the yeah, front of the hotel. smoking, right? It's even harder to do because you can't smoke anywhere. Right. You can't right. smoke yeah, anywhere. So where can you do it? Yeah, you really can't do it. As a tourist, you can buy it, but you can't really smoke it in anywhere. You got to hide under a fucking bridge like what, what I did. It's the best. Like a troll. <laughs> hiding just like I did before when it was illegal. Yeah, I just walked with the whole crowd of people in Toronto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And right. did it, right? I lit one up as soon as I got out. You got that little path before you have to go into Union Station, the Skywalk or whatever. So it's like a block or whatever of herded cattle, and I went. I lit one right up for my walk. How else do you deal with all those people? Yeah. And really, was there any sideways glances or any sort of judgment that you felt the scrutiny of? No. In the uh, in the liberal city of Toronto, like no, the open mind to see anything. No one really noticed, right? It's just gone. Yeah. yeah. They may have caught a whiff of it and then gone. You don't know, 100 people passed you. Right. Heads so, down. So what's the difference, right? Oh, it's illegal. I guess so. Hey, you're like invisible. There's like so many people, you become invisible yeah, in the city. Cares? Right? Well, I shouldn't have said I did it. I should have said some guy. <laughs> some guy. Some guy I saw on the skywalk. Well, who cares? The guy that what are they going to do? Me? What, that's the thing. What are they going to do? That's a, There's people in this room who uh, uh, don't do weed at all. Like, they won't do it, won't do it, can't do it, don't like it. And uh, some of us like it. And some of us can't like it and can't do it because uh, their job doesn't doesn't allow it. That's another thing, right? Because uh, you get in trouble for that. Now, what about drinking at your at the, like Wes? Your job, you can't you can't smoke weed. No. If you get in an accident, at your job. Dave, can you swing over the mic to Wes for a second? Yeah. Um, if you get in an accident, at your job, uh, they'll piss test you to see if you smoke weed, right? Yep. But drug, they don't. Drug and alcohol. Drug and alcohol. Yep. So even if it was a day before or whatever, they'll check your alcohol if you were drinking or whatever? Yep. Okay, so it's the same thing, right? Now, charters at your job. Sorry, that was all I really wanted just to pick your brain on. But So you you can do it, though, but it has to be a gap between the time you did it and the time that you worked. Yeah, however long weed takes to 
Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. Like Which, the Olympics. Like the Olympics. It's like the Olympics to work, right? So it's just not worth the hassle, so you just don't do it, right? Like charters at your job, do they test you? No, I've never heard of anyone being tested ever. So nobody... But if you're suspected of being under the influence of anything, uh, like on the job, then, you know, you get sent to the nurse or whatever. And what if you had a prescription, like a medical prescription? Yeah, lots of people do, right? For all kinds of stuff, like some for weed, I'm sure, some for other psychoactive drugs that help you stay level-headed during the day. Right, right, right. But you can't ever ask anyone, you know, what their prescriptions are or... You can't? No, it's against what your human rights. What the fuck are you on? <laughs> you can't ask that, eh? What are you on? Yeah. No. Oh, and yeah. Plus, like, none of us are medical doctors or anything. Like, it's not like we can diagnose anyone's condition, but oh, just yeah. expect someone's not fit to do what they're doing, then you can... You can say that, yeah, you can suspect they're impaired, right? Yeah, and send them to someone who can assess them or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's Is that what mean. happens, though? Like a tattletale? That guy's fucked. Right. So, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, do, how do you, you know what I mean? Are the bosses going it's around? It's more about safety, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I get it. I, you know, I in get industry, yeah. people get hurt. You, wanna, yeah. you don't want people to get hurt. No. So. You're, uh, you're like a straight-laced guy, Dave. So you, how do you police, uh, or not, sorry, how do you... Um, uh, Honestly, like, it's never come up with me or like like how, even anyone I know. No, no, never. it's never, you've never seen it as be a problem in the workplace? Not me personally, no. Yeah, me neither. How about smoking cigarettes? Is that a constant thing? Like, do people go out and have smoke breaks and stuff? Yeah. They're, and then it's just like a part of the regular break? Yeah. Then they can go smoke? Yep. Uh, yeah. So it's I not like think. if you're a smoker, you're not like uh, thought like of a, as a as a like a less efficient than the rest of them because you're no. smoking? No, there's lots of smokers. Although some places don't even allow it in the workplace at all. So. Yeah, yeah, I know that. Yeah. Some newer places. Oh, yeah? We've been around for a long time. So, like, when I started, you could smoke right in the building, right at your lunch table oh really you know yeah sweet so mike you're a farmer yeah so what's going to happen if you uh smoke weed uh personally i'm not a of working and smoking weed is not a good thing but if you did it it would be no consequence to you well, be your I'm own the personal boss, decision. so i have to make the decision yeah my decision <laughs> is no while i'm working <laughs> yeah, right. because yeah. uh as i have uh keep the roads straight Michael. yeah yeah you know I, I do pretty good when i'm not uh under the influence of a marijuana so i like to keep it that way it's just my personal preference uh i've met a lot of people that are very good at what they do while smoking weed and as long as you're good at what you do uh as far as rules on my own farm i don't encourage it obviously but you know oh you do still you're still a you're still kind of governed by health and safety. We though, are, yeah, we, yeah. We have to, we have to. Like, there's no drugs or alcohol. I actually had a problem with an employee selling dope on my farm, and I had to can him. He was a great worker. Oh yeah. But I couldn't allow that. Like, how do I? You know, he set an example. Like, oh, I'm gonna let this great guy, who's a good worker, sell dope. You know, on my farm. Well, no. Yeah, yeah. You so don't yeah, you got to set boundaries as far as farming, but. uh Plus, you just have, like, constant traffic and riffraff up your oh, driveway, right? Oh, that's just it. Do I, how yeah. many uh, Army, Navy, uh, big whites do I want <laughs> rolling down my driveway every now uh-huh. and then? Zero. Uh-huh. That's how many. <laughs> so i got to keep it clean. Yeah, exactly. No, but as far as, like, my, my personal cho- like choice, I, it impairs me. So, so I, yeah, you don't I want to. I keep it someone. straight and narrow when I'm working, for sure. I'm just a firm believer that smoking dope leads to carpentry, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's why everybody's got their own. Hence, that's why I build stuff. <laughs> it is different, though. Like, uh, there is a huge difference between people. And that's what they talk about with the, the other problem is the licensing thing, right? Mm-hmm. And there's a huge problem with people that are like, uh, you, uh, 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 like you can't drink, you smoke and drive, you know? <laughs> like, you can't drink and drive, right? Mm-hmm. But some people that smoke all the time don't ever get any effect from the weed. They become like... Uh, right tolerant of it yeah. you've and then you don't get the effect uh like the 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 intoxicated type effect well then you should be still be able to drive right, right. it goes back to um, charter's rule of fucking uh they got to test you when you're wasted right yeah but like uh graduated have, licensing yeah they, they have a new test out now to yeah. test and it's a saliva test now so they're going to take the saliva off your they tongue. scrape your tongue, right? That's yeah. right. And then they test the how much weed uh, residue or whatever is on there. Yeah. 
and they're going to nail you with an impaired, whether it affects you or not. Because you can drink a lot of beer and not be affected, but still blow over 0. .08. Exactly. Yeah. So same, same, same. that's the test. They'll so give you that 24-hour thing. They're going to do. Yeah. Yeah, there ain't now it's voluntary, I think, that test, because they're trying to get the data, so you have to volunteer for it. Well, and they you, say nope. you can't arrest you. They Now? They can't they, now. They're going to take you in. Just like uh, you don't want to do a b breathalyzer, they're going to take you in now. Mm -hmm. And they're going to force you to get your tongue scraped, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, just like the blood being taken yeah, and everything. Cotton swab, eh? Yeah. yeah. Test positive for pussy. <laughs> Every time. Then you're a real champion. I'm going to have to switch to... Uh, <laughs> gonorrhea. Get tested. You have gonorrhea of your tongue. Oh, that's unfortunate. Uh, <laughs> Yum. Oh, you took the fun right out of it. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> you know what we should do? We should get to a segment we call Feedback. We got feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. This week's feedback is brought to you by our friends from Amazon. If you'd like to go to the Live from the Dutch Hall website, livefromthedutchhall.com, and click on our Amazon banner, you can do any of your Amazon shopping, and some of that money is going to come back and help the show. Also, while you're there, click off the uh, coupon for VG Meats and bring that into either locations of Simcoe or Stony Creek and get a very good deal on some very good meats. Stony Creek. Mm. And also, Charter's had to bring in his own fucking pepperettes today, just for the record. Where you got a bit of a meat drought going on I here. Don't know, where'd you get home? those from the uh, from the grocery store? Costco. Costco. Costco pepperettes entering have, our thing. Let's have a round. They're delicious. Yeah, pass that bag around. <laughs> let's have a round. What are you gonna say? They're delicious. You're gonna just throw it in their face? Well, I can't. I can't remember what a VG pepperette tastes like, but these ones are pretty. Oh, cool. oh my goodness! Oh. After all they've done, you know. Uh, and you know what? While you're there, we got a or we got a big uh, tournament going up. Uh, it's I'm getting real excited about the Van Dyke Hockey Tournament. Oh, it's yeah. uh, we got Van Dyke Party Services taking the uh, ice. You know, calling themselves the Van Dyke Danglers. Yeah. I can't I can't wait. I'm excited. Beautiful jerseys. And uh, oh, it's all because we got some extra sponsorship from Clean Flow. We got a couple bottles of tequila this oh, week to encourage us. Yes, to encourage us. The kind with the worm right in it. Man. Well, bring that right on the bench. Bring that right on the bench. We can we can uh, pour it into our uh, big plastic cups we got from Clean Flow. Yep. And then we got we got stuff so we can uh, GPS to find our keys too. Right. Man, perfect. You know we should do a touch that to the fucking room key room and throw key. it in the pool. <laughs> but make sure that pH is balanced. <laughs> and let it, later on in the night you find it. <laughs> Problem fucking solved. We got a GPS on it. We're going to have the greatest time of our life. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Anyway. Only a couple weeks away? Only a couple weeks away. I'm so excited. How's so it? thank you to Cleanville for all the uh, sponsorship and support for getting this team at, uh, together. And thank you for uh, to, uh, of course, Adam Hill, who's here today. Yeah. And uh, our neighbor, Gartner. Co-GMs. Not allowed in the hall, though. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't listen to the program, man. Next door neighbor, this goes on every day. He's not allowed in. Not a fan. <laughs> Doesn't like the cursing. Doesn't like the cursing. A lot of bad words and misplay. And whatnot. Yeah. You know there's a lot of whatnot going on in here. A lot of here nor there. He doesn't like the here nor there. <laughs> he doesn't like the... Uh, Dribs and drabs. <laughs> the tomfoolery. Mm. And that... So anyways, there's only one more sponsor we have to mention. We wouldn't be anywhere without this sponsor. It's, it's Jeremy Electric, you know? Oh, yes. The support of the sponsor has been great. And you know what i got to tell you? It's not been monetary support that we've gotten from Mr. Jeremy. It's been, the, it's been, it's been really like more love that we've gotten from him. <laughs> Emotional. You know, because he appreciates what we do for him. Because this is not for the money that we, we let him sponsor our show. It's for the love of him as a man. And his family. And his family. 
is why we the re- reason we do these ads. They're precious. This is a guy. He's a great man. He's skilled at what he does. But I gotta tell you, he's busy. Leave him the fuck alone with your small problems. At the end of the day, he's tired as fuck. <laughs> he has just enough energy to bang his wife and get her Have pregnant kids. again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> more and more kids. He keeps making more kids. That's what he does. Leave him alone with your flickering light switches, for heaven's sakes. The Army Electric, if we don't get it right the first time, we'll get it right the second time. And if we don't get it right the second time... You can go fuck yourself. Fuck off already. <laughs> I want to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> A carton got, of fucking cigarettes. You got coffee, you got cigarettes? Okay. Ah. Smoke them if you got them. Mm, that pepperette is really good. Sure, well, they are good, aren't they? I, was, I didn't forget what a pe- how good a pepperette is. Man, salty and delicious. Salty. Mm. Anyways, thank you, Jane. So, um, we got some feedback last week. Here we go. We're live. Basically, <laughs> it was nice to see that the people were starting to worry about the Haitian dwarf. So, He's a duster, isn't he? Huh? We thought he'd die. We sent the word out. We hadn't heard from the Haitian dwarf in weeks. Bruce Veltries finds me. Says his son was traveling through the bush. Oh. Found a picture of him. I put the picture on uh, Instagram and Facebook, Twitter, Dutch Hall. So you can see it. There's a good chance he might that might be a Haitian dwarf sighting. And then, wouldn't you know it? We got some honest to God feedback after a, no a, a ten week hiatus He's from back. the Haitian dwarf. He's back. Let's hear it for him. Let's All play right. a song. One, two, three, four, hi ho, hi ho. It's up to bed we go. Smoke some pot and lick your twat. Hi ho, hi ho. Oh, I tell you, it was a close one today between I will uh, smoke some pot and lick your twat, what was or it was going to be. Uh, Smoke that blunt mm-hmm. and fill your cunt, because mm. I believe. Nice choice. Which I like. Or stuff. That was stuff my was good. There was stuff, fuck, oh. or fill. There was a lot of, so we said, let's leave that one alone. It's ripe with controversy, you know? Let's Maybe that takes more writing. We work on that for another week, you know? There's a lot more going into that one. Every week we get better. <laughs> but Just when you said, I'll... Uh, was that the other one? I'll smoke some pot and lick that twat mm-hmm. or whatever. It's giving. It's 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 beautiful. What it is is like you had the nice time together where you smoked a little weed, and then you had a little oral sex with the lady where you're giving. Nothing about returning, but you know damn well if you do your job, she's gonna get her mouth full. That's how it works, right? It's not as aggressive either. That's Army uh, Electric. Yeah, but you don't put it in the the song. It's implied, right, to make it romantic for the ladies. Hit the bong and suck my dong. See, that's more. Uh, it's more self-serving. Receiving, Dave. receiving. Yeah, what you're doing is uh, you're you're you're, mas- you're like misogynistic about that. You're putting her as a, you're objectifying that woman and oh. having her service your needs. I yeah, thought I was Dave. just making a clever rhyme. Dave. No, dong. This way, it's 420. The, the way we did it is you got to. Um, it's open. You got to give her some pleasure. You know, it's fun yeah. all around. Yeah. Is what it is. Yeah. Well, if you if, you know what Two I like times. it. Because she likes it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you yeah. do it because, you know, you get pleasure in her yeah. pleasure. That's right. Yeah. Pack her a bowl and then stuff her hole. Oh. Yeah, pack nice. her a bowl and stuff her hole. Even when you're stuffing her hole, Steve, you're still doing something nice for her. Because right. you're <laughs> you're stuffing her hole. Yeah. You know, you're not like, you're not like yeah. a. Hi, my name is Dave. Here's my dog. <laughs> Exactly, you get it. You get where I'm going with this, Charter. See what you're doing? Like, you gotta be nicer to Teresa, is what I'm well, saying. I learned something tonight. Will you be nicer to my cousin? You want to think about her for once? Oh, Anyways, Hasten Dwarf, after weeks of not hearing from this guy, he sends me a message today and he says, This is in response to last week's show, which was called The DJ of Death. And he says, uh, I can tell you one thing that if uh, I was actually dead, the German would not de- be my DJ. Whoa. He doesn't like your taste of music, apparently. What, what happened? <laughs> you went to funk. I, I don't know. I just think that, uh, I, I, I think somehow that there's something that he he doesn't, he's never liked about you. Damn it. I think, has the Haitian dwarf ever had positive feedback towards you? I don't know. 
No? Have you heard? I don't remember because it's been I don't so long. Remember. It has been a long time. Maybe Steve's the reason he went AWOL for so long. Yeah. You think he protests Steve? What do you think it is? You guys, uh, do you guys agree with Steve's taste in music? Ram- I do. Germans, Ramstein, most of it. <laughs> yeah. A little heavy on the fish, but other yeah. than that, pretty a lot good. of David Hasselhoff. <laughs> you, let me. You, like, do you like fish, Steve, uh, Dave? Well, I've <laughs> I've learned to like some of their songs since I've met Steve. Mm-hmm. Right, only since you met Steve because of his enthusiasm for the right. stuff that you get. That right? Yeah, anyone but, who likes something that much, there must be something there. Uh, how about the Grateful Dead? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, well, you could tell last two weekends it's ago at Swazi's how much I like the Grateful. That Dead. was the first. That sounded like the first <laughs> yeah. time you ever heard that song when you played it. Or played it. Man. <laughs> a lot of changes, eh, Steve? That a lot of change. Big, big train. Right? <laughs> yeah, but you tried it, Dave. That's what counts. Listen. Now Wes is, but Wes's t- style of music is even is more intense than than more uh, intense. You, than yours. And then, and uh, I would say that uh, Steve or Dave and Mike are probably closest to musical taste, yeah, right? I would say. Yeah. I agree with that. Yep. And Hill. Because you're in the band today, you're are, you're more like a glam rock of the '80s, aren't you? I enjoy a good glam rock. You're like last I'm week's a, song, a very large scale, yeah. That's where you, you do have, you do have a where it hits a heartstring if you hear like a warrant, cherry yeah, pie. I just even like a Toto on a drive home, like fuck it, it's awesome. Su- su- studio. Yeah, yeah, you know, the police. I hear what you're saying. Anyways, but that's what makes a band, isn't it? That you all have different uh, uh, tastes, yeah, and it brings it together. It Look what happened today. And but what the song today was good, wasn't it? Beautiful, magic. It all came together. It's a good one. Yeah. It was all right. I don't think my dad liked your singing. I know. And he he throws it in conversation once in a while about uh, <laughs> your singing. He likes little jabs at you. It always makes me laugh. I think I don't know if he's doing it for make to make me laugh or if uh, I think it's just honesty. If he's just being real honest, but it may, it is so funny when he when he makes little jabs at your singing voice. It's just so funny. I doesn't like he doesn't care for it. It's it's hard for on his ears. It's not for everyone. It's hard <laughs> for everyone. Anyways, if you like to send us feedback, there's lots of ways to do it. <laughs> oh shoot! I almost got away with it. There's lots of ways to do it. You should go to Jumanji. You go to uh, uh, Facebook. You go to Life from the Dutch Hole and like her page. <laughs> you can find <laughs> 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 respiratory illness. And this is our tribute to 420. <laughs> <laughs> and you, know, you can also follow us on Twitter and uh, Instagram and uh, LinkedIn. I like when people follow us on LinkedIn and they give me career advice. That's good. My career advice. Well, they're like, what are you up to? I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. Nothing. You could al- also respond to Pete's personal ad on Craigslist. What would I do for him, Dave, on Craigslist? You know? They're going to have to look it up and find out. You know, I don't know what I'd do because I, I have no abilities. I have, a people, I have the ability to help people uh, do something if they know how to do something. Hmm. But I don't know how to do anything. You know what I mean? I lack the skill to do something. That's what I. That's what I realize. But if people tell you what they do, you can tell them. I'm how like, to do yeah, it. yeah. Then this is how you can make money doing what you do. <laughs> and I just don't do anything. That's that's the part I miss. Well, that's a skill, right? That's right. Is that a skill? It's an art. Is that an, that's the art? Is telling other people how to do their do things that they're already doing. They might grow the fuck out of that tobacco and sell for money. <laughs> I'll get at it. No problem. I'm going to send you a bill. <laughs> for, for advising me for, for that? advising you, yeah. 26. Anyways, I'll try it. Hey, so uh, we should probably get to uh, what I would like to do, because we got Chris Pick here today. I'd like to uh, uh, pick his brain a little bit, pardon the pun, on the last name. But then, uh, and then uh, we can all uh, t- uh, do some weird facts on weed. Close it out. Right. Does that sound good? All right, today's guest comes from Brantford, Ontario, by way of the world, right? You've been all around the place. Uh, we, we, he's, he was here a couple weeks ago for the Solid Six with Delbert Shot, I believe, and uh, he's back again today. And I thought because we have him on the couch, we might as well pick his brain and find out who he is. He's our guest. Chris Pick is here. Let's hear it for him. Chris, thanks for coming back in. Thanks, Pete, for having me. Hey, um, would you say, I was going to say, like, where did you grow up? Elora, Ontario. Elora? Mm-hmm. Right by the gorge. That's it. And then uh, you have a really uh, interesting history, right? Because you've been all over the world. 
Well, not all over the world, but a lot of the world, you know. You were in travel and in the army. Yeah. I was in the army. And then in 97, the uh, military was changing bases. I thought it was a good time to get out. And, well, I really got out for a woman. That's the real reason. And then she dumped me three months later. And I decided to do my dream and try out this comedy wait, 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 you, comedy but, thing. You, but to go back, you were in the army. Yeah. You just buzzed through that all together. Yeah. Where, where did where were you stationed? <laughs> oh, Calgary. Calgary? Calgary, Alberta, yeah. Oh, so that's what brought you from Ontario to out west? Out west. Was the was the army, right? That's right. And you're stationed there. Yeah. And uh is that where you started comedy too, then in Calgary? Yes. Out in Calgary. Oh, okay. Yeah. How and so, were, you, in the were army? you still in the army when you uh, tried nope. comedy? Nope. I uh, tried a bunch of jobs and everything, and uh, army life doesn't really like kind of merge into civilian life very well. Yeah. You I go know. from one to the other. It there isn't a good uh, segue yeah, into yeah. that, you know. So you go from job to job a lot of times, trying to find out what you like. Yeah. And uh, didn't really like anything, and so just started doing comedy, and had a good time doing it. And then uh, I got a suspension where I wasn't allowed to play uh, yuck yucks. Oh yeah. So you were in the, so you started comedy and you were already with yuck yucks. No, I wasn't with them, but oh. I was just an amateur even. And they said you can't go on our stage because something happened with me and a manager <laughs> that was there. And yeah. it was all rumor. Someone said something. And I basically said to a bunch of comics, uh, any girl that uh, shaves her box and takes it in the ass, don't talk bad about her. Anyways. And that was the gr this girl at this show? Yes. No, this was the manager. The I manager? You were about. talking about at her? At the time, yeah. And yeah. at the time, to what year would this have been? Uh, ninety. 99. So new-ish new to getting used to the idea of girls shaving their box, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was like a five five out of ten girls back then would yeah, ever probably shave, that, right? Yeah, yeah. So you would say that would be like a, a, an indication that she was easy, that she shaved her box. Yeah, but I didn't meet. I was I was joking around with a bunch of comics, and then a comic ratted me out and said... Oh, really? Yeah, they ratted me out, and they and then another comic made the story even better... <laughs> and said, uh, Chris Pick's going around saying he shaved your box and fucked you in the ass. Uh. And three women were running the Western Yuck Yucks at the time. So uh, they didn't take politely of these rumors going around. And I was honest and said what I said. And they said, you're not allowed to play. You're suspended for a year. And as an amateur comic, you, that was the only gig in town. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I just started doing karaoke's instead. <laughs> that really takes the wind out of your sails, eh? Yeah. As a new comic, it kind of <laughs> yeah. did, but I didn't, they didn't like me anyway, so fuck them. So then you can't, when did you come back to. Uh, that three months later, I made a decision that I said, the hell with it. I'm going to go to Ontario because it was the promised land from out west. You heard about the comedy scene. Yeah. Then you get a reality check. And you realize it's really not the promised land. <laughs> it's the same. It's, it's the same shit. Yeah, yeah. So there's uh, more. There's more shitty places to yeah, play. Yeah, there's just a lot of sh more shitty places to play. And so uh, then I just said, "Fuck this comedy," because I was couch surfing for three years, two to three years at that time. Also, that's a good run. Yeah, with all my friends I met and everything, and they'd say, "Hey." You got a place to stay? I said, no. They say, come crash on my couch. It lasts two months. One guy I stayed with, with for almost two years. Wow. And uh, it was fun. And I just didn't give a fuck. And I just went out and enjoyed life. I've always enjoyed life since I was 17. Just did anything I ever wanted. No responsibility. And then at uh, 40, I had my first kid. Now the responsibility is piling on. <laughs> And it, <laughs> so you did you, you did your fun up front. Yeah. You loaded up on it. Yeah, because in your retirement, like 65, when you retire, are you going to have as much fun? No. You're not going to have that kind of fun. No. You're not going to be. No, even now, like I, 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 my good years I spent working and uh, 
raising kids. Like yeah. All my good years where I was still handsome. That's right. And then uh, now uh, I've, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I can have all the fun I want, but it's yeah. it's still like tapered 40-year-old guy fun. Like That's it's, right. It's, I'm just getting tired easy. You got to rate fun on how many STDs you caught. That's how you really got to rate fun. Oh, really? I don't like it. I don't want anyone testing my... I heard I heard my buddy got tested for an STD and they stuck a Q-tip in his pee yep. for the clap, right? Yep. Uh, <laughs> I, I've had a few of these tests. Yeah. And from uh, 1989 to 1993, they used to use three Q-tips, right? And they were they're about six inches long. And the first one would go in about an inch just to dry it out. So the next one really fucking hurts. And then the next one would go down to the, about your base of your shaft. And the third one, the third one hurt like a motherfucker. And they, you'd have to hold the table, you know, and you'd be trying not to punch this guy in the head. And the third one, you'd feel it come out your ass. Like it'd go all the way down. And then for some reason, for some reason, we finally got the technology that we don't even have to fucking swab anymore. And in 80, 97, they went down to one swab. But now you don't even have to swab anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, not even. The swab's a thing of the past. Yeah. So now I should start just fucking everything. Yeah. Now, right. you know, they take blood and a urine test, and they can tell you. And you used to have to wait also. Back then, you used to have to wait in, nine, in the 90s for like two weeks to get your results, right? Yeah. And you'd say, oh, fuck, I got AIDS. I know I got AIDS, right? <laughs> because you fucked a few questionable yeah, yeah. women. Yeah, yeah. You know, quite a few. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, and uh, you know, I wasn't the best boyfriend back then, and I cheated a bit, and uh, I'm a bit of a MacGyver, and I actually caught something. I did catch something. So they give you this quick pack, right, back in about 96, the quick pack. <laughs> it's like five pills in this little plat. It looks like those candies that you put a quarter in at the hockey arena, and you get this pack of candies out. It looked exactly like that. And I realized I gave my girlfriend something also, right? So I was like, fuck. So I put my bag in away, went back in, and I said, someone stole my bag. Can I get another pack? And they gave me another pack. And then I went home, had my, uh, took my pills, and then mixed those into my girlfriend's dinner that night. And fucking everyone's cured. <laughs> and we don't have to break any hearts. <laughs> Yeah, so problem solved, eh? Yeah. Problem oh, solved. You gotta do what you gotta do. That's good. Every once in a while you medicate a person against their will. You're coming back on Valentine's Day, right? It wasn't like it was grow hypnol. It wasn't yeah. illegal. I just... No, you cured her behind her back. Yeah, I cured her. Yeah. You made her sick. Humanitarian. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I haven't done anything in my life at all. Hey, have you, uh, Paul, have you... Uh, uh, have you had a key to up your penis? No. No, never? Not that deep. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> your asshole. Yeah. Straight out the asshole, eh? I had another buddy of mine, too. Like, when you were in the Army, were, were those guys, like, you're mostly men at that point in time? Uh, we were, were, were young, but we... Were there women grow- in your troop? Uh, no, not at the time. There wasn't infantry uh, women. There was one girl, and uh, but it was like, uh, I don't know, uh, we always, there was women that were attached to us, like uh, in the artillery, the MPs, there was, and sexual harassment, actually, we got warned about it, and in the 90s, man, we were probably the first ones oh, yeah, to they, watch. They weren't like, allowed to exist. Oh, shit, you, you sexually harassed a woman in the military, like. And someone caught you, like, it was jail, man. It was like, you were going to get in big shit. I know, I realize it did happen in the military to a few girls yeah. and stuff. Uh, but as a private or a corporal or a master corporal, I think it happened in higher ranks more than in, yeah. the, in the younger ranks. Because, you know, we just wanted to drink and get laid and... We didn't yeah. want to get in shit. There was there's enough the, things to get in shit about yeah, in the it, army. Usually the guys on like the regular guys on the front line, like sure you might want to get laid if the girl's hot and everything, or you get along with her. Didn't well have or to be hot, trust me. Yeah, whatever. 
But if the, but if you had like had something for a girl at work and you wanted to make a move on her, or whatever that. But that's one thing. But if you get sh- if you're, like it's the old guys, like the ones in positions of power that use it to like yeah, you know. Fuck. I would say that that's more the case. Yeah, and it's always those old fucking guys like Bill O'Reilly. Like he's like one of these do gooders like on Fox and stuff. That he's he's preaching all like he's good, and then he ends up he's been a prick at work and sexually harassed all these girls and stuff like that and now he's losing his job Fine. that fucking guy you know he's gonna make more money now of course he's gonna because now he's gonna be able to do a podcast on his own he's bringing a million people with him that's right the guy's gonna and he'll get sponsors from fucking uh wife beaters anonymous someone <laughs> someone will someone will hire him because he has that many followers he'd be stupid to get hired though he should just do it on his own Right, if I if he had that built-in audience, and just why would he go work for anyone else? Because who's going to hire the women around him? If he has a podcast, it's just going to be him. Yeah, that's right. It's all he needs, and he can still make the same money. That's what John Gomeshi did. Is that what he did too? Yeah. Who listens to his shit? I wonder though. Who knows? Yeah, he was horrible the fr- before he oh, came Jesus. out. It's so boring, man. I don't know. I don't understand how I people like that. that. Creepy Pace. voice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's the worst, isn't it? Yeah, he had some like. Do you know John Gameshi? I never knew of him, up until uh, he had that. He's a real creeper. Yeah, I didn't even know. I seen a little bit on uh, the media when uh, what's his name got in a fight on his radio station with him. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, Billy Bob. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton. And yeah. then I never heard of him again. And then all of a sudden, that really made that guy. And he's fucking. Uh, there's that Billy Bob fight. Yeah. Right, if he probably didn't have that, I don't think people would know what he was. Yeah. He would just be an anonymous guy to be. Yeah, they wouldn't up. even know what he did. No, because yeah. we wouldn't have cared. It was just some schmo. Like if I go, if I beat up a, my wife, you know, I would never do it. But if I if I did right now, just go do it. <laughs> just walked in. She wouldn't even see it coming. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> she didn't do anything to deserve it at all. In there making up a meat and cheese. She's just platter. making up a meat and cheese platter for the show. <laughs> The you would, all. I wanted old cheese. <laughs> this isn't spicy at all. <laughs> yeah, anyways, if I did something like that, I forget my point now. I just got into the fantasy of beating my wife, and now I can't get out of it. <laughs> She'd kill you. No, I'm saying if I went in, then I don't even know what I was going to say. I really do forget. Doesn't anyone remind me where I was going? It's 420. <laughs> Thanks. Anyways, we were what we were talking about that I got off on. Well, you're talking about Bibi, Billy Bob, <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton. Thornton. Yeah, yeah. Billy Bob that's Thornton. right. If I beat my wife, nobody would give a shit. Is my point, right? Because I'm not of, of any celebrity. Uh, celebrity. But if uh, if uh, maybe in Norfolk County, you think I make the Norfolk news? <laughs> Pete beats up his wife. <laughs> I don't even think I'd make that. It'd only be with the obituaries. <laughs> what? Yeah, you'd be in that side column. Yeah, I be I maybe make the Norfolk News like the guy who stole the stripper pole. Yeah, oh, you know yeah. I could make that. I'd still have to do something crazy like, man beats his wife and then like duct tapes her to the you know, mailbox or something like that, right? Podcaster beats doctor. A better headline. <laughs> Podcaster beats doctor. Yeah, that would be that would probably be the headline. Current affairs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I maybe I shouldn't have brought it all up about beating my wife. It's not a good thing to think about so much. Nope. <laughs> she listens to every one of these shows, eh? Anyways, I wanted to say to you, Chris, you don't? Did you uh, uh, smoke uh, a lot of weed growing up? No, only once. I tried it, and I haven't done it in, since, and I'm 45. Yeah, it just wasn't your cup of tea. Wasn't my cup of tea, and then in the military. Uh, there was always rumors about what would happen if it was found in your bloodstream was two years military prison. Hmm. And it's really hard because it's inspection. It's PT twice a day. It's like you just gain push-ups and you got to pump off all these push-ups. There's no talking, no, no talk. You got to get talking privileges. There's TV privileges after four months. Oh, um, yeah, it's a real, you know, with the toothbrushes cleaning everything and, they paint stuff, and then you got to take a nail and scrape off the paint and polish it and shit like that. Really? Yeah, there's a return rate would last to the military prison of uh, 0.001%. I don't like... Uh, yeah. 
I don't like uh, think I would last in the army. Can I just say no? Like when when you sign up, like can you just say like hey enough? Uh, no. no. Uh, after ten weeks, after your basic training, ten you weeks. you get to once you pass, you uh, can retract and say, oh, wait right. a minute, this isn't for me. I'm gonna get out. But if you you can get recoursed in basic training, so you could stay there doing. There was guys that stayed there their whole first three years in basic training because they kept failing and getting recoursed and oh. recoursed and recoursed and uh sometimes they I'm, might I'm, let you out but you got to fulfill that contract there's huh. no way i'm ever passing that first test <laughs> eh? yeah i wouldn't pass either. look at that first wall and just sit there a million of courses <laughs> then you could just yeah. uh fuck let's yeah. do some weird facts on we to, we to close out this show Some of these, I think, are bullshit. Weird facts. You know, the world, the word canvas comes from the word cannabis because canvas used to be made from hemp fiber. Makes oh, sense. Yes. It does make sense. And it's one of those facts that, uh, like, uh, that uh, weed smokers or weed people that are really big on it, they like to tell you about rope and stuff like that that they made with weed. You know, and it's like, it does nothing to, like, who gives a fuck? Strong it really doesn't matter. Save the trees, Peter. It's because they're high. Well, yeah, it's just, they, it's not good for everything, can it? You're saving the trees, Peter. It's hard to harvest. A uh, pot smoker would theoretic, theoretically have to consume nearly 1,500 pounds of marijuana within 15 minutes to induce a lethal dose. Wow. Quite a bit. That would be a fun time. <laughs> right? Just smoking. It would be like cigarettes. Like I, I quit smoking cigarettes, but then I get to smoke like 15 pounds of weed in 15 minutes. That's how I go out. Just smoking as hard as I can. There are four people in the United States who can get legal marijuana. And not only can they get legal marijuana, but they can... Uh, uh, the federal government sends it to them for free. And it's legal at the federal level for these four people to get marijuana. This is what I read. And I don't know who they are. I don't know who they are. It never says. And then I went to Snopes to try to, like, prove it because I want to double-check this one. Yep. Turns out uh, no, nothing can be confirmed or denied. These four people who get their own weed. But I think it's Colonel Sanders and... Uh, what, the Rockefellers, the Roth... Alvis. Alvis. The Queen. <laughs> I don't know who it was. Uh, marijuana affects teenage girls' brains more seriously than the very moderate effects that it has on the teenage male brain. Really? Yeah. You want to know why? Because our brains don't do as much because of the man's brain. So it doesn't... It has far of a... Uh, demise, you know. I mean, it's that far of his drop. Like women yeah. brains, that they're working harder because they gotta like do all the crazy shit that goes on in their brains. Right? <laughs> Good timing, Michael. You know Carl Sagan? No. No. He was like Cosmos a guy. What? The Cosmos guy. Cosmos guy, right? Carl Sagan wrote a paper under the pseudonym Mr. X advocating for marijuana use but his identity was not revealed until after Sagan's death not a big surprise that Carl Sagan the man talking about the universe all the time that's right would be a, like a big pot smoker because that's what you expect from a guy right marijuana is the largest cash crop in the United States exceeding corn and wheat combined that's crazy that's crazy that was, a, that was a quick climb to the top for marijuana Let's give a little toast to them. And that's why it should be handled in Canada under uh, Ag Canada, not Health Canada. It's bullshit that you would call it anything but an agricultural crop. It's and it, it's not a medical anything. Just growing it, growing in a field. Let's do it right. Uh, Canadians can be the best at it. And anyways, uh, at that, I'd like to thank everyone for coming in today. Chris Pick, our guest. Always gl glad to have you. Barney. Good service today, as always. You know what? You bring out the best in Paul to have you here. 
I want to thank the band for coming in because they are the greatest band in podcast history. And I'd like to thank the listeners. If you could, tell a friend. Uh, you know, maybe give us some feedback. Oh, oh a cut in. That's talent. Uh, on Facebook or Twitter or something like that, or you can do it on iTunes. Subscribe there. Otherwise, uh, we'll see you in team. See you next Thursday. Right into my asshole. I've actually had about 45 tests in my time. Yeah.